So I have a uh, I have a bargain or challenge for you. Yes. Do you think we can get through this episode without saying a single curse word? It'll be tricky. I feel like we can pull it off. Is there a wager you would like to have? And who curses? I don't have anything in mind. But I assume you have something. I had something in mind. Now I don't. So is that a yes? Can we get through this episode without cursing? I think we can make it through because otherwise we'll have to think of a punishment. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I see. That's the boys. That's the boys. Hello, everybody. I am Mega Fighter here with a very high alley. I fucked up. I'm recording it. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I lose. <laughs> do-overs. I want a do-over. <laughs> I, <laughs> starting now. <laughs> starting, starting now, okay. <laughs> Ali is very high. I am. So, he was, were you given a cookie? Um, my sister gave my dad a cookie for his birthday, and dad didn't want it because he had one already, so he gave it to me. And after he gave it to me, I wanted to cut it up, but it was really hard to cut up. I was having trouble cutting it with a pizza cutter. So I it didn't was not like to... Chris Jericho's forehead. No, it, it wasn't one of those Nick Gage pizza cutters, because that's, that's quality. But instead, it was a poor pizza cutter. A, a terrible pizza cutter, perhaps. And I cut it up, and then I tried to give it to other people, saying, hey, you want to share? And they were like, no. So I just ate the whole thing. And then you found out it had THC in it. Yeah, um... So, here's some weed stuff. I'm in a state where it's legal. Five milligrams of THC is my typical dose, Right? Yeah, sorry about that. Actually went into the wrong thing. Uh-huh. Five milligrams is my typical dose. This cookie was 50, and I ate the whole thing. So he just did ten times his usual dose, and, and he was... I've been blitzed out of my mind for, like, hours. Hours. So, uh, I know this is padding for time, but last week's episode was short, so... Hey, I'm going to give you And also, we want to give context for why Ali seems out of it right now. He probably doesn't seem all that out of it to you. So, uh, around 2 p.m. today, this is around 6 or 7 at the moment, I got my phone out, and I started searching for something. Plunge Flanders. Lounge Lucy. Welch Langley. Define Sanders. Lacey Elementary School, <laughs> Wright's Farm, Wright's Farm, Fox Flang, Flash, Flounder Shankish, Shanklish, <laughs> and, and Louder Shanklish, Flouty Fisher, <laughs> or Flouty Finster, Flouty Finstert, Category Characters, Ah Real Monsters Wiki. <laughs> Yeah, he started looking for the Aquil Monsters characters. 
plunge stinky. He's <laughs> he was very high. Fred's Brown, Fitz Farm, Flint Farm, Flint Farm, Flint's Farm, Flame Farm. <laughs> What's that smell theme song? What's that smell? Plum stinky. Plum sink. Plum shinky. <laughs> I do not know what any of that meant. <laughs> he just, it just started happening for him. Unlike last down. week, we actually have we actually have getting the F out. Yes, we now the F is out. The F is and grandma out. is dead. Grandma's dead. <laughs> Throughout like, this and SmackDown, they played the same ad of like, oh, there's a nice old lady trimming a hedge and it makes the WF logo and then he takes a chainsaw and she trims the F the off. the F off. And then she sets it on fire and dies. She lies. She pours it in gasoline, strikes a match, goes up in flames. And leaves only the WWE like branches, and then it explodes again, and she's dead. Yes. Raw is uh, coming from the Connecticut Civic Center in Hartford. Yes. It's May six, two thousand and two. We are at week nineteen. Week nineteen. Uh, we start off with we start off with the women's women with a uh, women's the women's title match. Jazz with Steven Richards versus Trish Stratus in a no DQ match. It wasn't disqualification. There was no disqualifications. I only have here that it was a good match. I really like, wish it was Jericho. Just a solid match. I wish I wish Lawler got his f out. I really do too. Uh we were wondering if they were gonna reference insurrection. They eventually did, twice. That's eventually, fun. a few times here and there. Uh I don't remember much about the match itself. I do remember Trish uh, taking a super kick. I remember Trish taking a super kick and then Lawler mentioning how he would like dog food dog food poured over someone's breast. I think it was yes, yeah. Uh it was something to the effect of like those those puppies need puppy chow. Are you and gonna was... feed the dog food to the boobs? It's just, I just I just imagine just like a woman just lying naked on a bed and Jerry Lawler's just pouring like Urina over her tits. Alpo. Alpo. Alpo is also good for this so, joke. Uh, this next segment is a bunch of stuff happens. A bunch of stuff happens. Where, like, I forget who comes out first. Oh, uh, yes. A, a trash can comes out to attack Stevie. A trash can came yeah. out first, actually. The, the trash can, yeah. They had a really kind of, like, interesting camera angle. Of where we're just panning and following the trash can as it flies at Stevie. And then Bubba starts attacking. Me, and table. Bubba, get the tables. And then he gets the table and then doesn't use it. Yes. And then he just beats up Stevie and pins him. And then Raven comes out. It's Raven. And he and he gets the he hits the DET and, and pins uh and pins Bubba. And then Justin Credible comes out. Hey, again, after Justin his, Credible. After his free flight to England for no reason. With his free flight to England. Hey, again, Justin Credible. Hey, Justin Credible. <laughs> Good to see you more often. You got a free flight to England. You Champagne. got a free flight to England. You got to drink booze and watch Michael Hayes' hair get cut. Yes. 
He got a free flight to England, and then Crash comes out, and then he wins. Yeah, Crash wins. Oh yeah, and I then forgot. He's... I think Crash is wearing a "Get the F Out" shirt, but it's cut at the stomach, so it just says "Get the F." Get the F. <laughs> we left it. We we let the F here. Get the F. And then he goes to Bubba, and he's like, Bubba, get the tan! Just Bubba punches like, no, you're not a Dudley. You're not a Dudley. You're a Holly. Now get the heck out of my ring. Yeah, he beats up, he beats up Crash. I think he pins Crash. At yeah. some point, or at some point, Trish wins the title, I think, Trish wins well. the title after he gets hit with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and then he's blinded, and he grabs Trish, and he puts her for the table. Yeah, it's because he couldn't the see. The monster. <clears throat> then he pours water over his eyes and then turns around and Trish is in the, tab in the broken table. And he's just like, oh, man. That's not what oh, I yeah, wanted I to happen. He pours the water in his eyes yet. I think he gets rolled up oh, at yeah, some point. Oh, yeah, he gets rolled up first. Yeah, he gets rolled up by Stevie. And then he said, get the car again, Jazz. Get the car. <clears throat> yes. But, yeah, after afterwards, they're, like, seeing, like, Bubba just getting, like, water handed by the ref. He's just rubbing it into his eyes because he got foam in his face from the fire extinguisher. It's like, that's a nice touch. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, this was a bunch of nonsense. So uh, I wanted to do a thing where I started rating the segments, and then I got so high I couldn't remember to take notes. So I'm mm. not sure I should debut the ratings this week. Yeah, not yet. Maybe next time when you're sober, or at least less high. Yeah, I just wanted to get some out. I told them, I told them we could do it on Monday, but he insisted. I think in part because he's high. Uh, uh they play Trish's music as Bubba's Trish's carrying her out. As Bubba carries her out, and then the <laughs> and then the Kane's here. Kane made it back from England. Yeah, and Big Show's got a dumb haircut. Yeah, the NWO come out to uh. To do a promo where it's mostly Big Show talking. He he calls everyone tiny people constantly. You're so tiny because I'm big and I'm a show. Oh wait, hold on. I need to do this where I need to punch myself in the throat a few times to simulate how Big Show actually sounded. Here, uh, welcome to Mega Fighter goes to the hospital. I'm a Big Show. I'm big. Yeah, had a stroke. That also works. Big Show at this point just it's like he has a decent voice, I'd say. But for some reason he was talking like he had a frog in his throat. Uh so Big Show's wondering what's happened to him. He was the he was in WrestleMania two thousand where there was a McMahon in every corner. And he was in the main event, and now he's doing big show stuff and he hates it. On heat. Release heat. heat! Release heat. He calls yeah. himself like all these fucking... He calls himself all these adjectives at one point. Adjectives. And I think one of them was... And one of them was like, he says he's a fire-breathing giant, and it's like, that's... Big, big show. Giants don't breathe fire. That's dragons. <laughs> I'm a dragon. You're not a dragon, big show. Oh, so, they've been dragon. announcing several times up to this point. That the main event's going to be a tag team match. <laughs> there were a six-man tag. Oh, yeah! And then Ric Flair comes out, and it's just like, guess what? Woo! There's gonna be a six-man tag! And it's just like, 
Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's like, how drunk is Ric Flair? He forgot that they already announced this match. But here's the big question I have. When did X-Pac get here? Oh, yeah, X-Pac just shows up. I don't know what and happens. He's, just Kane's he's gone. A, and he's holding a Kane mask for some reason. Yeah, I, just, I, I get don't it. get it. I feel like there's some kind of connection between the Kane mask and X-Pac, and I can't figure it out. Uh, it can't be. X-Pac isn't Kane. No, he can't. He's too. T he's not tall enough. <laughs> not tall enough. I don't remember I don't anything else about that segment. So William Regal versus Spike Dudley, and Spike Dudley still got a bad leg. <laughs> Spike Dudley still like they reference indirection, and he's selling the injury. He's coming out with the cut boot. Yeah, his boot's still cut. Now talk Ooh. about boot cut jeans. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Out. <laughs> Uh, William Regal trash talks him for a bit. And, you're, uh, you're terrible and you suck. And tells him he should forfeit. And Spike Dudley's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I should forfeit. It'd be really stupid of me to wrestle this match with you while I have a bad leg. So I'm going to do it. And then punch. <laughs> he does it. He, and he just, he punch. He does like the fake out surrender promo. The fake which I love. And he starts going at Regal. But uh, Regal pretty much beats up his leg and then puts him in a half crab and wins. He yeah, he wins after putting him in a half crab, and then he's the European champion, and he's the Europe. And he then D'Lo Brown Europe. comes out. Well, he like Spike's like limping away, and then Regal like clips his leg on the outside and like throws him back. I kicked your leg out of your leg. I kicked your leg out of your leg, sunshine. <laughs> I love it when he calls people sunshine. Uh, and then D'Lo Brown comes out for the same. Woo! Sorry, but living out on the street. Yeah, so, hey, D'Lo's back. I'm happy. Ric Flair is angrily unpacking a suitcase. I. Oh, yeah, he yells at Arn that something's up or something, I think. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's gonna play detective. Oh, yeah, because I think the NWO announced that they have a surprise or something. Yeah. And that leads into, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to find out. <laughs> I will solve this mystery, for I am Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! And then we and cut to a 7 He goes to the dressing room. Yeah, he's at, but... I don't think we get to the, to the part where he raids the dressing room yet. We do get the segment of Booker T going to a 7-Eleven to get a Slurpee. <laughs> he just is at a 7-Eleven. Apparently he's earlier today in a neighborhood 7-Eleven in the bottom left corner. Okay. And his guess... pre-match ritual is drinking a Slurpee out of his head. <laughs> so I have the question of, does he do this before or after he brushes his teeth in the arena bathroom? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I think he stopped after Rikishi took a dump in there. <laughs> and got all up in his face with his butt. With his face and his butt and his butt. And then he puked yeah. all over Michael Cole. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Booker then T Goldust. wants a Booker T cup, but he couldn't get one, so he bumps into Goldust, who's in a disguise. I believe he's, he's dressed as a basketball player, yes? He's wearing a basketball jersey and, like, a sideways-turned visor cap. And you, the, knew, uh, you knew the basketball player he yeah, had. Yeah, Latrell Sprewell. Latrell Sprewell, yeah. Here's some fun facts about Latrell Sprewell. 
he got suspended for a year because he choked his coach. <laughs> he choked him out. Damn. On a, on a live show. And uh, his career ended because he was offered a $50 million contract when he wanted a $100 million contract with the 70... It might have been the 76ers. No, it wasn't the 76ers. It was, it was, it was a team. And, and, he was, pretty, and, and pretty much he said, 50 million, how am I going to feed my kids? <laughs> and then nobody hired him and he quit. Wonderful. But yeah, so Goldust is here to, to try and offer Booker the tag team setup. Yes. And he's got like a hot dog. And he's like, and like, you know, he's like, I want some get, of your Slurpee, then I get slurpee. your wiener. I know, it's like, if, if you give me a slip of. Have a... Well, that, that cut out. <laughs> I can't do gold dust voice or it'll cut out. Yeah, apparently. Ah, jeez, like, I might need it. You want a slip, of, you want a slip of my slippy, you need to. You. I. I, I think Allie is really high right now. If you, if you want to slip on my slippy, you need to peen on my hot dog. <laughs> Not even close to correct, but, uh, but like Booker's like, yo, man, no, I don't, I don't do that. I don't like wieners. <laughs> and and Goldust is just going, it's mind games, mind games, mind games, mind games. Like, mind games. He's, mind games. He's, he's mind games. Really reiterating the mind games thing, probably because he doesn't want to get glad on him again. Yes. And now we cut to uh, Ric Flair in the office, I believe. Yes, Ric Flair is investigating the dressing room of the NWO. Or the dressing room, yeah. The Ric Flair, Ric Flair, steel successful. <laughs> he got, <laughs> he got an APA he got hat. Got an APA hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to wear that now. He's going to go drop a box on the head of Chris Nowinski. He's not even working here yet. He's going to drop a box on Kane, and then he's going to unmask him and find out it's X-Pac. X-Pac can't be Kane. I mean, maybe? No. I don't know, man. I haven't seen them in the same room all week. Not for a good few months, like a good few weeks, yeah. Uh, we get a recap of uh, we get a recap of interaction. I think this is the first one. Yeah. Or no, this might be the second one, because they did show Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley. They did show the recap of Spike Dudley, William Regal at Insurrection. Yeah. And then they but yeah, they recap. Out, then they recap the Brock Lesnar thing that happened on Insurrection, and we forgot with, how with low Sean the Sanger. roof was. The ceiling. Uh, the ceiling in the room they were in, or the roof. Is it the ce- It's the ceiling. Sorry. I had to remember if it was a ceiling or a roof. It's if it's inside. They're not on a roof. <laughs> You're right. Well, you kept saying roof. Roof. Anyway, ceiling. The ceiling. The, the ceiling in the room that like Heyman and Stasiak and Lesnar were in was really low because like Brock's like hunching over to not hit his head He's on. Not it. even that tall. He's like six two, six three. But that ceiling was so low, and yeah. uh, this is just lead up to. Oh, yeah, the, then it cuts to, like, Brock Lesnar doing, like, pull-ups on a thing. Pull-ups on, Paul, a, like, in a, on a fire escape ladder. Yeah. And Paul's just like, Brock, we're gonna, you're gonna beat up Sean Sazak. Oh, Oliver laying on my head. Oliver, don't bite him, he's high. Hi, kitty. I don't know why I decided to record any of this. 
<laughs> this is we're, we're we're stable so far. Yeah. Uh, I I think we get a new Sean Stasiak theme, and I hate yeah, it. It's just random space sound effects over a drum loop. And the space noises. Uh, we get told that you can go to toughenough.com for uh, applications for Tough Enough Season Free. Don't go to toughenough.com. It leads to a privacy error. Uh-huh. Don't go and uh, Brock Lesnar destroys a planet. He, he destroys an entire planet. While JR says Federation. Federation. And he's got a Federation shirt. Yeah, we pointed out later was he's wearing a Federation shirt. Uh, uh, this is officially where the F five becomes Brock's finisher. Yeah, not but he that have, spinning power bomb thingy. But he doesn't. It doesn't have a name yet. He does do the boot on the chest, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I love like that it. visual. And now, <laughs> after that, and Brock, Paul is just screaming at like Brock the whole time, and we were making just. Rude sex jokes. Yeah, we just, we just kept doing the Paul Heyman voice and saying sex jokes. We're just like, because it starts at like, beat him up, make him suffer. And we were just like, diddle his balls. <laughs> Give him the bad touch. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was basically that. <clears throat> and Brock slowly being like, Paul, Paul I, don't, I don't like the sound of it. Paul, I, I didn't agree to any of that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Now we cut to a wonderful segment. Hulk Hogan stealing Undertaker's motorcycle. Oh, I forgot. There was a segment before yeah. where, like, the Undertaker comes out with his motorcycle. Undertaker pulls up with his trench coat on and just tells this random mook in the in the back, just look, look over my bike. Make sure no one, no one touches it. And I think, don't they show, like, like... Like the NWO talking in the back, and they're like, "What are they up to?" And that what didn't are lead they doing? to anything. And then just nothing happened. And then that didn't lead to anything. But yeah, Hogan stole Undertaker's motorcycle, <clears throat> and the whole time we're watching this, you can tell that Hulk Hogan is just so. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is absolutely terrified of this he's motorcycle. So you can see his shoulders tensing up he's, as he's making his arms turns. and shoulders are tensing up, and he's just like, "Oh no." Oh. And I was like, wasn't he riding a bike in a movie? That was probably a stunt. I, you're right. I think he Where was. The guy threw just... the cat into the water. It was, it was a dog. I think oh, it might dog. have been a cat. Yeah, Mr. Nanny. <laughs> AKA, I like this movie better when Vin Diesel did it years after, and it was called The Pacifier. I haven't seen The Pacifier. I have. It's actually pretty good. My cat's wrestling me. It helps that it helps that Vin Diesel is very charismatic. Yes. Gotta play. Gotta play D and D. And then, <clears throat> and then at some point the motorcycle stalls out on him. Yeah, he's just like, well, Undertaker shows up at the top of the ramp and they exchange words and say that like, Taker, you're all talk, brother. Now, I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna whoop your butt. And then he can't turn on the motorcycle, <laughs> so it stays at the bottom of the ramp. And you can see Undertaker, like, his body language is sort of, like, mouthing instructions, even though he's, like, trying to stay in character. <laughs> like, no, you don't come up here. <laughs> no, don't you come up here. No, no like, take that. No, no. Twist Step it. Back. Twist it. Step back. Twist, twist it. it. Put your foot on Step that. Twist it. Yep. Nope. Not like that. Then they cut to Michael <laughs> Cole. Not Michael Cole. They cut to J.R. and King. And they're talking. And you can hear, like them struggling to turn the motorcycle on in the background. 
<laughs> I think like an intern or some member of the crew had to come out and assist Hogan getting the freaking bike back on. Yes. Oh my god, I have a bunch of notes about this. One is that I remember Hogan posed in the ring for a bit, but he was posing to Limp Biscuit. Oh yeah, he came out to Limp Biscuit, and they never changed the, the theme back. They did change the theme back, so he's just posing Limp Biscuit. Also, it plays again when Undertaker comes out, so Raw pretty much loses by Raw just loses by default for making me listen to Limp Biscuit twice. Rolling, 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 rolling. I think yeah, like I think like during the promo exchange, Hogan just kind of goes like blah 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 whatever, dude. Like man, everyone just, just buries a bunch of stuff. Like everyone just buries the biker taker. It is this is pathetic. I can't believe I ruined my own challenge like two minutes into my episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been struggling on it, but I'm doing uh, my Hogan best at now. one point. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and bleep that. <laughs> Hogan Hogan pretty much says you don't want none and I get I I laugh. <laughs> you don't want none, brother. Them southern <laughs> boys. <laughs> I I forgot that I put down the note. Hogan drives a motorcycle like a shriner. <laughs> he's just so ginger like <laughs> so he eventually gets up the ramp with the bike and then he's just kind of perusing the back route like the back hallways scared out of his app scared out of his freaking mind because okay we had to break the swear thing because we had to talk about the weird censorship rules of upn where no. hogan, hogan refers to undertaker as a bitch in no. the early promo no but every other time he says it while well, like because he's chasing down he the gets Undertaker. He one going, uncensored like, B word. We'll get one then, uncensored B word too, <laughs> and then they start bleeping it. Yeah, he's like going like Undertaker, get out of here, you beep, you sack of beep, and it's like we're but trying it's to like, figure out the rules. Is like this is SmackDown. You've said it before. You said it earlier, but and, now you can't say it. Do they have this? Do they have like a one curse word per hour policy? Is it like the PG thirteen rating where you can only get away with one F word? Maybe per hour. Maybe per hour. Now, like we stop. <clears throat> and then he like fighting me, butthead. And then uh, and then he sets up. He sets up the. He sets up the bike and gets into a truck. Like yeah. he gets off the bike, gets into a truck. Like you better come friends... out, Taker, because I'm gonna run your truck, run your bike over. And why can he just hotwire every bike he comes across? That's just his. That's just his fucking. Damn it! Didn't hear ah. that. You didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything. You like saying it too. <laughs> you didn't hear anything. Yeah. You heard nothing. You said the. You said the f word. <laughs> anyway, does like does he just have like a special ability of like just hot wiring? It's my stand, dude. Is it? Is this like something? Isn't that a skill in like the world of darkness? Is the hot wire cars? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a foreign Hogan. I got Hogan foreign automotives, brother. Hogan the Hulkamania. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he gets into the truck and he like friends and friends. New and world he... of order. <laughs> new world order. New world of new world order of darkness. 
And he hits the. He eventually hits the bike, and that thing barely gets dented. That looks like what about... happens is it falls over, like the mirror gets pulled off, and then it just kind of scrapes on the ground for a couple feet, and then he there's stops. There's mostly just there's mostly just frame damage, right? Uh, some body work, some buffing. Uh, yeah, probably, probably wouldn't cost you like five hundred dollars the most, right? Yeah, it, like if you went to a mechanic yeah. and supplied the replacement parts. That's usually where the expenses are. Yeah. If you can, if you could get the replacement parts, you could probably get them mounted for under a hundred, or under oh, two hundred, yeah. actually. But yeah, I'm not even going to bother bringing up the Rassel Court of the Destruction of Private Property Good because time. at this point, because at this point, Ali is just—he's probably just staring at his cat right now while he's talking. Why are your teeth so sharp, little evil weasel boy? <laughs> Now we get an actually pretty good match. Uh, Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy versus Booker T and Eddie Guerrero. Yes, Team Weed. Team Weed. HVF, boys. Yeah, HVF, baby. Uh, yeah. I'm bad at taking notes, but I do want to note something nice of Jerry Law. I think it's like Van Dam broke up a pin. Jerry Law said, Van Damn it. And I laughed. I liked it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, just good, solid match. Uh, Jeff Hardy surprisingly had his working boots on. Yeah, this I was think... Jeff before he realized he made a huge mistake. Yeah. A uh, really good finish spot where, like, they do, like, um, they do the uh, Swanton and then a five-star frog splash on the they, same dude. I think they almost like have, Booker. like, perfect timing with that. Like, the moment that one's off, the other hits. Yeah, the timing on that really could have gone... That so badly like because yeah. it's like jeff hits the swanton and he's on and as he hits it van damme is still halfway in the air about to come down in this five star yeah they could have they could have clunked heads or something on accident they could have rob could have landed on jeff but jeff rolled out of the way just in time and that's like that timing is so perfect on van damme i am always impressed yeah so, four really good dudes just putting on a... This is probably the best match of, like, the week, I think. One of the best matches yeah. of the week. Yeah. I'm like, none of the matches so far have been... Okay. A lot of the matches have been short. This one, I think, got good time. Yeah, it got good time. Yeah. And then we cut to, uh... I believe it's Terry? Yeah, Terry yeah, getting interviewed. Terry. Oh, yeah, because they're setting no, no, up the No, no, it was suit. Terry being interviewed by Coachman. Terry being interviewed by Coachman because they're setting up for the swimsuit competition later on. That tonight. Molly has agreed to for some reason. That Molly has agreed to. And it's just, I forget the majority of what Terry said, but it just basically came out to, like, she's, she's, uh, calling, us, she's calling us bad things because we like our bodies and want to show the WWE world our boobers. And our milkies and all that stuff. But, but it like, you know, I get it. You know, body positivity, sex positivity, I'm for that. But I this, don't think this was written by a guy who likes sex positivity. I think he just this wanted is, to this is some, a bunch of big bolt-on implants. This on... is some r slash men booking women shit. Damn it! <laughs> Ah, two. Ah. <laughs> just because you're not willing to count your own. Well, I got one. You got one. Okay. 
I got two and a half. I almost said the F word earlier on than that, but I, thought, but I slowed it down, so I was like... Whoa. It was kind of like that, yeah. But uh, this is this is R slash men booking women. This By the is way, like... I, I don't want to body shame, but when, like, Terry took off her top and it showed her, like, you could see almost all of her ribs and, like, her big fake breasts... Yeah. And, like, I they look say... like they're made of plastic. Like, not even the squishy kind of implant. It's more just like a hard ball. Like, yes. Like a grapefruit almost. I think. I was turned off. <laughs> yeah, so the swimsuit competition happens, a.k.a. Gary Lawler's dick explodes. And his penis explodes. Yes. And, uh. And, like,. Um, so for the moment, so I think like Molly starts off and Molly comes out actually in like, you know, she's they're they're roped up, but Molly's also got flippers. She, she never puts, puts on like flippers a flippers on, by the way. She's wearing like she a does. swim she, cap and like a Yeah, she puts on a swim cap and she's wearing like a very modest kind of like bathing suit. I was expecting her to I go think like it's a suit for bathing almost. It's sort of like Yeah. It, it's kinda of like a leot like a unitard, but yeah. there's a skirt on it. And honestly, I don't know, like, I don't know, it it was fine. I was actually expecting, like, the really old school, like... Like the stripes? (laughs) Striped, like, swimsuits. And, like, Like the the old-fashioned ones, yeah. leggings and all that stuff. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Honestly, it looked like a swimsuit I'd just see a rando wear, pretty much. Yeah. And, like, Jerry's like, please have a thong on! And she's got a thong... And it's on. Yeah, Terry. Terry's got a Terry like unrobes, and she's all like decked out in a bikini with a thong, and and Terry Lawler's all. And, 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 they play their, and they play that one sex song that they always play whenever these segments come up. Just that. I swear they played this during like they did. The they played it off. during the they played it during the pose down, and they pose played down, it during yeah. the wet t-shirt contest. This is their yeah. sexual At one point, like, there's an exchanging of words, and I think Harry says, don't be upset because at what God gave me or something. It's like, yeah, God didn't, <laughs> God give, didn't you give you those, honey. <laughs> God did not give you those, unless, unless God's the name of your surgeon. I'm Dr. God. I am your uh, plastic surgeon for today. Uh, I think Molly eventually hits Terry with a flipper, which the, which the is flipper. the payoff to the flippers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a move. No, the like an actual flipper. Okay. No, an actual no, the actual flippers she came with. Yeah, and the flippers you came on. So this accomplished nothing but making me sad. This was completely pointless. <laughs> this again, like, this is not written by somebody who has any sort of like genuine interest in sex or body positivity. This is written by some stupid horn dog. Who it just was probably wanted written to by Vince because he wanted to pop a rating. I don't know. He wanted to pop a rating and, and dump on Molly Holly for, for not being like hot. For, for not being hot quotes. Yeah, just, God. You gotta be bimbos, man. This is how it goes. How it goes. 
Ric Flair is uh, still investigating, of course. Ric Flair is deep into investigation. <laughs> what did he find next? He... <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I think he found like an NWO shirt or something. He found an NWO shirt. Then he found <laughs> Kane's okay, mask okay. in the locker room of JBL or Bradshaw, excuse me. Bradshaw. So are you implying that Bradshaw might be Kane? Because he I... can't be Xbox. <laughs> He's taller than Xbox. <laughs> and we just played the Danganronpa investigation music. Yeah, so Ric Flair wanders off, heads to uh, Steve Austin's Steve Austin's room to see Deborah. <laughs> well, I think he's there to see Austin, but yeah. Deborah's there. By the way, Austin doesn't show up until the main event. <laughs> yeah, he's just not there. Yeah. But just... Bradshaw's just like, why are you act? Why are you all of a sudden so paranoid about like me being a bad guy? Like, what the heck? Why? Why do you think I'm with the NWO? You're crazy. So the match begins. Uh, well, we start off with some entrances. Uh, Bradshaw and Flair come out, and then we get like another segment or two. We get a, several segments. Oh yeah, Undertaker finds out what happened to his bike. Oh my bike, dude. Kill you. He froze his he froze his matrix coat. <laughs> My matrix coat. I made another joke about that, but I'm not gonna say it. Because uh. he can't. Uh was there some there was another segment that happened and I can't remember what it was. I don't remember either. Eventually Stone Cold comes out. I mean I think it's like Stone Cold, Ric Flair, and Bradshaw versus Kane. No, not Kane. Big Show, X Pac, and Scott Hall. Because Kevin Bradshaw Nash is injured. Yes. Wait, I think. Wait, now I remember. Kevin Nash showed up. Yeah. That was the other part of the segment. And I don't know why. You okay. Allie? Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we've lost Allie. I muted my microphone. That's a good thing. Okay, good. I was wondering what happened there. That's going to sound good in the recording. Uh, but what I was talking about was, uh, you know, Ric Flair randomly betrays Stone Cold by hitting him in the leg with a chair during this tag team match. I took down some notes. One is that JR made a joke about, like, Big Show's getting bigger by the second, which is not He's true. He's increasing because... in mass. <laughs> but it's like, no, that's not true, because he reached max growth years ago and had that tumor removed. I was thinking a dumber joke about how, like, Got an inflation fetish, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bradshaw just kind of bleeds in the match. He bleeds in the and... match. Uh, he he gets a, he absorbs most of the end, the damage. Stone Cold doesn't do that much actually. Ric Flair, yeah, just Ric Flair's evil now. Ric Flair turns heel. Makes no sense, but whatever. We thought it was gonna be something else, but it wasn't. I think we thought that either, like, there was going to be a new member of the NWO. Yeah. But no. 
So and he like, announces and that it's going to be Ric Flair and the Big Show in a handicap match against Stone Cold on Judgment Day. And uh, Austin's got like, or Flair's got Austin the figure four, and Big Show's just kind of laughing the whole time, just watching. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad you're laughing, Big Show. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. It just felt random. I don't like swerves. Yeah. And that's and the that end just Raw. ends the show. And now I'm 10 years old because we're here on the May 9th, 2002 SmackDown. Happy birthday. 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 Yes, it was your birthday. You were 10. I was not watching SmackDown on UPN. You're probably watching like um, you're probably watching like Power Rangers. <laughs> no, yeah. Around that time. I was not watching. Uh, oh yeah. The one before SPD, I think. I don't... Uh, no, 2002. Yeah. Ah, there would have been Wild Force. Yeah, by now. Wild Force. That was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the arena in Harvard Yard. Or the arena at Harvard Yard in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah, the arena at Harvard Yard. Yeah, that's really awkward. Hey. And this is where or Harbor I... Harbor Harbor Yard. And whatever. this is where I was so high I couldn't take notes. So I'm gonna try and just remember the show. <laughs> okay, well we just watched it, so that'll help. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we start off with Stacy Keebler coming to the ring, so Taz is getting real horny. Oh, I got a liquor. I wanna. Things. I want to touch all her boobies. I want to touch her butt. I want to touch her butt, Cole. I'm Taz. <laughs> oh, this show's and a nightmare. This show's a nightmare. Uh, Vince comes out. I Vince comes out eventually, and it's just like he's doing recap. There's an asshole chant going off. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Talk to me. But uh, and he uh, Vince does say. You guys are talking like this in front of a lady. And it's like, okay, that was good. Yeah, I don't want to curse because we're in front of a lady. But uh, we just get long recap promo segment with Triple H. This this takes 17 and a half minutes. 17 and a half minutes. And we go for, like, there's new rules where, like, Triple H can't go within 10 feet of Vince. Yeah, he's got a 10-foot restraining order, which is... Gun range. <laughs> well, within gun range. But I guess if he I doesn't find... think Triple H is going to get a gun. Oh, I need to find a picture of Triple H with a gun. <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> it's like pointing at the screen. <laughs> uh, I need to find one that's not an obvious Photoshop. Wait, how many times do you think if Triple H has used a gun? <laughs> Well, if Rusev has used it once. Rusev did use it once. Okay. Uh, the hell with it. We're going to use, we're going to use the, uh, let's just, here's a picture of Inside Out. Yep. Inside Out. I don't remember that movie. No one does. Ah, where the, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, then Triple H comes out and we just started making the joke that, that Triple H doesn't understand measurements. So he doesn't know how far 10 feet yeah, is. He, he sticks out his foot, walks towards Vince, and he's just like, 10, 9, 
eight, and then he gets to six, and he's standing face to face with Vince. I don't, like, I don't understand measurements, Vince. What's social distancing? <coughs> Just, this is dumb. This is, it's always so he's like, about to thrash Vince McMahon until the mid-carters arrive. The mid-carters show up. And it's just... And it's getting to beat... They, they actually do beat him up, which is insane to me. I'm so used to when mid-carters attack a main eventer that he's going to get overpowered and the main eventer looks strong. And, and, they, and they do the nexus and they all surround the ring and then get in and start hitting every one of their finishers. The pump handle slam and... Move that... The move that Devon does. <laughs> I don't remember what Devon did. One half of down. a three D. I don't know. Slapjack, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like Chris Jericho comes out, and he kind of like sits down in a chair and taunts him while they hold him down. They he blades because I think he gets chair shot at one point. Yeah, it's very. This goes long, but eventually he gets in, like, Triple H gets put in the walls of Jericho, and Vince announces that's going to be Chris. It's going to be Chris Jericho versus Triple H in a hell in a cell. Actually, I'm actually kind of excited for that match. Might be good. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, then we get a recap of what just happened. Yeah, make it longer. (laughs) Now we're at, like, 20 minutes at this point. We are now at 20 minutes. And he's just, oh my God. But finally, we get a match. It is a Cruiserweight title match. Tajiri with Tori Wilson versus the Hurricane. Where they just start talking about the WWF and the name change. Yeah, they just talk about why they did it, including pot shots at freaking uh, WWF. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, uh, man, people will confuse pandas with wrestling. Good, good doy. Oh, God, it's so petty. So this match sort of starts out like a typical cruiserweight match, which is fun. But yeah. it sort of switches focus over to Tori, who's had enough of Tajiri's nonsense, and decides to show that she's nobody's, she's nobody's underling by taking off her clothes on the table and having... Taz, look at her butt. And get a big old boner. And I was distracted the I entire match. Boner. Because, like, Taz refers to Tori as a Lowell girl. Like, a Lowell girl. And I had to look up what that was. And the closest I could find was, like, like the like mill girls. Like, back when, I like... I have no idea. Like, back when, like, the Industrial Revolution, like, kicked off. Yeah. Where, like girls were like working in like the mills, and that's all I could find. So after after that match and the sudden roll up, or uh, not roll. the roll up, no, it's a count out. Uh, after wait, the count wait, what out, was, what is the count out? I find yeah. one by pinfall. Uh, Hurricane hits him with a choke slam. Oh, and that's the end of that. Oh, this was I. Th- I thought he had won the cruiserweight title. I guess I was wrong. No. I was very distracted during this match just by Taz's nonsense. I was very distracted too. But you were high. distracted by your own highness, yes. 
Jericho's uh, with Vince and Stacy to talk about what happened earlier. <laughs> we beat up Triple H. Vince is going to give Triple H a match tonight, but isn't sure who he should face until Devon comes in. And, and, he, and he, like, Vince saved. Yeah, he says, our prayers have been answered. And, like, Man, Vince is such a great performer. He bounces so well off of everyone. <clears throat> they all do a, They all do a, their variants of the testify. Testify, yay. Yeah. And then uh, we get a we get another we get a weird segment. segment where Hurricane and El Snow discuss Spider-Man. Don't forget about the 7-Eleven commercial with RVD in a singlet and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> he just throws out somebody's cup because it's not an RVD not cup. Not an RVD cup, man. Sorry, you got to pay for the, you got to pay for that one. <laughs> I'm in jeans. <laughs> they didn't want to look at my Rob Van Danis. <laughs> yeah so then al snow comes up to talk about talk to hurricane and he's adding like turret to things that they're doing this the whole time they're talking about spider-man they're just talking about how... spider-man because i'm pretty sure the movie came out or got trailers the movie came out or the sequel's coming out at some point yeah there was a spider-man movie it might be actually coming out of this uh and Spider-Man, or he says, like, ah, I could beat Spider-Man and Hurricane. Like, you could not beat Spider-Man. He beat Bonesaw. <laughs> you think you could take him, Hurricane? Really? So someone has left Hurricane a mysterious note saying that they know his true identity, and he flies off in concern. And, and then Al Snow's just, just like, regretting his life. <laughs> like, my life's getting How did I get weird. here? <laughs> I, I thought I was crazy when I was talking to a head. <laughs> And then we get Tess versus Mark Henry. Uh, in a match that's been stop and start. Yeah. Or like a feud that's been stop and start because that, that Mark Henry Tess thing stopped and then picked back up. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Tess like, has got Mark Henry in the corner and just doing like moves on him. And I think he knocked like... I don't want to say scrunchy, that might be wrong, but he knocked like Mark Henry's like yeah, hairpiece he, he off. Marked his, he marked his, um, not his hairpiece, I think it's his elastic. His elastic. Yeah, he took, knocked the elastic off, and like, so Mark Henry's ponytail is just falling apart. Yeah, and then he looks like he's in a new metal band. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's not fair, he's not a white guy. You could be black in a new metal band. Yeah, but, the, but you can't have dreads. <laughs> It's only it's either it's either you're black and you don't have dreads or you're white and you do. That's Tess how new gets metal it with is. the big boot. Yeah. And, and wins. wins. Yeah. Yeah, Tess. <laughs> oh boy. Christian brags about beating Triple H to Kurt Angle. Yeah, and also talks about how like yeah, finally when you shave Edge's head of the hair of his hair out of Judgment Day, then he'll, he'll be, be the, the ugly, ugly one. one. And then Christian's like, what? Oh yeah, it's like yeah, he'll be so ugly. He just starts having a tantrum, and Kurt calms him down. We get interviewed about the fact that Billy and Chuck got got their butt shown last week, and and Rikishi. Well, two weeks ago, a week ago, Rikishi got ass in his face. Yes. Uh Yeah. Rico says he's coming out in style, which means he's wrestling. He he is pre is. Fairly stylish. Like then this is his best trip, but he's still pretty Devon good. Dudley. Wait, we need to talk about Kempo. Oh, Kempo. 
which they refer to as a karate. It's not. It's not. It's kung it's, fu. It's, it's, it's a form of kung fu. <laughs> Why did I put down, ah, it's happened. Oh, yeah. Deacon Batista. Yes, the debut of Deacon Batista. Reverend Devon comes out and cuts a promo and talks about his, uh, his newest, uh, his newest member of the Devon Church I'm or whatever. Of, I'm the... sick of thieves taking away from my money. Damn you, Kevin Ford. And I need someone to beat the sin out of people. I need oh someone to stop Kevin Ford. Deacon Batista, who's here to stop Kevin Ford. Cause yeah, that's why he's got the box around his neck. Cause Kevin Ford stole money from Devon, and he doesn't want that happening Didn't again. Did he get that money back? He did get the money back, but he doesn't want to risk it again. And then we have a we have a match. So with this match Devon is Devon versus Triple H, but Batista keeps interfering, and Triple H keeps like its advantage keeps like going because of that. Yeah, and then Devon wins. A lot of surprise outcomes right now, honestly. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't expecting Tess to win the last match. I I was certainly not expecting Devon to get a win here. Kurt Angle but comes hey. out, explains the concept of a hair versus hair match for those too slow at home to understand, and he gets a Photoshop <laughs> like <that>. thing of <laughs> like that one girl from Wanna Be the Strongest in the World. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were gonna challenge me to that. You don't even know what that is, do you? Yeah, he he gets he he has Photoshop and he shows pictures of Edge bald, who looks like Baron Corbin. Yeah, and then suddenly he finds that the second picture's been replaced. It's Kurt Angle with no hair. And I swear, I I think this is the thing they did for the picture of bald Kurt Angle. I think they just they just shaved they Eric Kurt Angle's head. I think they put Kurt Angle's face on Eric Angle. <laughs> Either they put Kurt's face on Eric Angle, or they ju- it's just a picture of Eric Angle bald. He, he, he demands it be taken away, and it's replaced with a "you suck." <laughs> and then he calls out, "It's like I've had an edge. Get your butt out here. I will thrash you." And then Hulk. And then Hogan. we get a seizure. Then Hulk Hogan comes out and gives me a seizure. I was gonna say, and then we get a seizure, but not because it's Edge, but because it's Hulk Hogan. And he's then Hogan the starts talking brand. about how. And Hogan starts talking about how, ah, yeah, these bald guys, you know, bald guys are great. Respect your baldies, dude. Like Billy Graham and uh, he looks like a second name. Billy Graham, uh, Steve Austin, and Steve Austin. And then he says himself and he pulls off the do-rag. How much do you think they had to pay Hogan to agree to this this (laughs) segment? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because, like, he was always trying to hide that had baldness. <laughs> oh, that's where the my eyes come yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. No, <laughs> he's very <clears throat> bald. And like, Angle makes like I think about like, well, you were saying well, you're like, crazy. There's a reason playing. why. In every WWE game you play, when you get Hulk Hogan, he has a very generous hairline. <laughs> very like, generous. Faintly receding, and that's as far as he'll go. <laughs> okay, what was... But, yeah, uh, Kurt Angle, like, kind of mocks... Because uh, they do, like, the say your prayers, eat your vitamins, whatever. I have written down not the actual quote, but a fake quote from Kurt Angle. 
While you were learning how to say your prayers, I was being trained to conquer galaxies. <laughs> Heard Angle as Turl from Battlefielder. Why not? <coughs> we get a we get a Twelve Stones plug after this. Yeah, the is... theme song for Drudge and Jay is a song by Twelve Stones, and I was immediately like, "Who the heck is Twelve Stones?" And then I remembered who Twelve Stones was. Yes. And I remembered them because they were the guys who sang the Nexus theme. We are one, we are one. We are one. So we almost put them in the 2000s <laughs> alert, but they had relevancy in the 2010s. They, so. they, they were relevant in 2010. In just 2010. <laughs> in just 2010. <laughs> I wonder if they've released any albums recently. <laughs> I'm going to check. Let's let's freaking look. Yeah, let's look it up. This is always fun. Let's look up if... If the bands Stone that are referenced, uh, 2017, still active, still active, 2017, 2017. All right, so how about that? Bringing that butt rock to the masses. Bringing that butt rock to the masses. Yep. <laughs> They're called form. Their reviews are formulaic but decent. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, then we get just like a setup bit with angle vince and someone else i think stacy's there uh to set up like angle and jericho versus edge hogan for yes. the main event tonight then we got billy and chuck with rico versus maven al snow and rikishi yeah rico's in a six-man tag remember that match with albert <laughs> yeah albert where is albert albert isn't here uh, all I've got down really right now is just that Rico fast, like yeah, Rico he went, was like, very he, fast. He ran like he like fuck. He zoomed out out of the ring to to save himself from an attack. Also, he just does really good kicks. Yeah, he's decent at kicking. I'll, I'll give him that. He, at one he, point, he slaps Rikishi though, and it's just like Rico, stick to the kicks, man. It's that's working for you. You eat less ass when you do kicks. Don't eat ass. Do kicks. Uh, I don't even remember how this match ends. Uh, Billy gets a Famouser on Snow and pins him. Yeah, there we go. You know, it's a six-man tag. You don't get a lot besides maybe a couple of interesting spots, but it's a mess. Uh, Randy Orton talks about his issues with Hardcore Holly, but Lance Storm doesn't care. Lance Storm at a... F4W Online. Yes, Landstorm <laughs> of F4W Online comes out and talks to Randy Orton. He, he basically says how he's been given a bum deal, which is true. He was given a bum deal. He got stuck in the betting for Mark Henry thing. And but he's, he's going to show he's, Orton that he's he's got he's got he's still got it. He still got it. I'm still a good wrestler, and you are, Lance. Uh. There's a recap of Hogan not knowing how to run a motorcycle edited it so you they don't edited know it so they don't know that he stalled the frickin' bike. <laughs> <laughs> and uh during the recap they start playing like this Final Fantasy boss music. Which is very appropriate because Undertaker looks like Snow's dad. Water and water and I got I got the quote wrong when we were watching that and I was like, Moms are tough. <laughs> and it was like, wait, that's not something Snow says. I'm going to see if I can find a, a Snow quote. No Final quote. Fantasy. All he does is he punches his fist together and just goes, Hey! You're my, you're, you were my, I was, 
I am banging your sister. <laughs> lightning, <laughs> I am banging your sister. <laughs> <laughs> lightning, I am banging your sister. <laughs> Since when have heroes ever needed plans? <laughs> He's a hero. This is a quote from him. Did like, you know that his <laughs> weapon is his coat? Haha, <laughs> 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 lightning, I am banging your sister. <laughs> lightning, I'm banging your sister, dude. <laughs> and then uh, we get uh, the Stacker 2 thing of the week. The thing of the week. Where it's the world's strongest fat burner, spousal abuse. Because <laughs> it's, just, it's just more like Pidgeer yelling at Tori Wilson. Yeah, I'm an auto. I wonder, does that count as spousal? Not married. Nah, I was going to say um, domestic, domestic abuse. Yeah, domestic abuse. I'd like to be technical here. Yeah, we got on, uh, Lance Storm versus Randy Orton. With guest referee Bob Holling. For some reason. <laughs> Why is he repping this man? And then, like, like Michael Cole's objecting to it because, like, is Bob Holly trained as a ref? And you were like, is that really your main objection? And I pointed out, yes, actually, that's a good point. Does Bob Holly have his referee license like Jacqueline? Bob Holly didn't get his referee license. He didn't go to ref college like Jacqueline did. He didn't. Is that his only protest of just like, no, he's not a qualified referee. He, I mean, he that is a, that is college. A, he's not a qualified referee. He's not licensed. Orton gets into a, a half crab, or like they keep doing this thing where like Orton will get the advantage, but they he won't count the pin for him. Yeah. Or he'll... There's a one point where like Michael Cole calls Randy Orton a great looking guy, and Taz was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes there. No gay feelings, Cole. <laughs> Don't be gay, Cole. But yeah, eventually uh, Storm gets him in the half crab. Yeah, because he of shenanigans. He pushes the rope away so that Orton's forced to tap out. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, Lance Storm wins. It's a night of unexpected winners. Edge it's goes into of... Hogan's <laughs> locker room and puts on his gear and pretends that he's Hulk Hogan. Ah, oh, he's such a mark. Then Hogan catches him and gives him a pep talk and then. Edge at the end is just like, he called me brother. Cool. I think he also does, like, Edge's, like, catchphrasing or whatever. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... You know yeah. You know what's great? You know what's cool about your boots, brother? They say Edge on them. Might say Hulkamania. <laughs> <laughs> Might say Hulk rules. Hulk rules. <laughs> and then we get our main event tag match. Edge, Again. Hogan versus Angle and Jericho. Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho versus Team Epilepsy. Yeah, Team Eyes. We get a double dose of just blasting seizures, which is actually good for me because I was getting tired. So You were the... tired and I was high, so it's not a good combo. Well, the flashing lights helped wake me up. <laughs> wake up, make a fighter. You must you can't. You can't be asleep. If you can't you're... sleep. If you're... You can't sleep if you're convulsing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been watching Simpsons. <laughs> Apologies to all of our uh, viewers of epilepsy who I might have just offended. <laughs> We're sorry, viewers with epilepsy, for our audio podcast. <laughs> well, well, still, making light of their condition isn't cool. No, I used to have an epileptic... Uh, ow. I used to have an epileptic co-worker and, like, I would always have to just watch out for her just because I didn't want anything bad to happen, you know? Yeah. And one time she did have a seizure, and I, she told me, like, don't 
squeeze me or push me down or anything. Just make sure I don't hit my head. So I just yeah. I grabbed a newspaper and I put it under her head. <laughs> that's that's one way of doing it. Then I call an ambulance because yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this match kind of happens, and I feel like it would have made more sense as Edge and Triple H versus Angle and Jericho. Yeah, Open feels kind of slapped on. <laughs> and we uh, were so bored. Hogan didn't do that part, or he didn't do that bad, but it was boring. We were so bored that we started making jokes about the idea of like, what if when Hulk Hogan is hulking up, he just loses control of his bowels? Oh yeah, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like he's he just does, shaking and going. He's doing. <laughs> he's doing his angry comeback, except he's just soiling himself the whole time because he's got to get ready to drop that leg, brother. <laughs> <laughs> just like, he's going like you <laughs> wouldn't that increase his intimidation factor threefold <laughs> because not is... only is he big and leathery and pissed oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> but he's also just he's aggressively also constantly aggressively pooping his pants <laughs> he is constantly aggressively shitting himself and just like <laughs> will not stop i don't care you don't have any punishment for me we couldn't think of one. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm not afraid of you. Well, I just wanted to be advertiser friendly. Fucker. I don't know if, I don't know if like, <laughs> I don't know if that weird guy who sells me soap wants wants in on this. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Look, Allie. Look, Allie. If Quentin Reviews can make an ad for NordVPN where his friend just shoots himself. <laughs> then I think some, uh, some mild swearing isn't going to scare off advertisers. I wanted to see if I can tone it down, and you're here dropping fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're dropping the fuck word. And <laughs> God, the, I broke you're you. You're dropping the fuck word, and you're making our show unmarketable. <laughs> <laughs> our show is already unmarketable. Anyway, <laughs> and, and also just to add on, Hogan Hulk up. Just him doing the leg drop and being cushioned by all the poop. <laughs> oh, no, he just a bunch of his fires out of his pant leg when he lands on his ass. <laughs> and, uh, and then Triple H comes out. The and red, yellow, and brown, brown. Blood, piss, and, and shit, respectively. The colors of Hulkamania. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... And then... Triple H comes out in, in in the actual match happening, not the match we imagined. Where Hogan aggressively poop. pooping himself. Yes. Um, Triple H just comes in with a sledgehammer and just hits everybody. Yeah. Like, he hits uh, he hits Jericho. He hits... Uh, uh, I think he hits Angle next. He hits Edge. He hits Hogan. He hits Tim White. I'm just saying that like, what Hogan's lost in age... He could he could claw back by making it so he piss, he poops and pees himself when he's hulking up. Because <laughs> that you're makes him much more intimidating. You're thinking he should maybe. Uh, you think he should cry, piss his pants, that he shouldn't come. I just wanted a no cursing episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has been torture. <laughs> Get to the end. To the end. Get to the end. Uh, then Triple H or uh, Vince comes down. Vince comes down. 
and he's like, yeah, yeah, come, come and hit me. And we just wanted it to go like, Triple H just goes like, okay, and just runs at him. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to go hit you now. And then Vince is like, ah, crap. <laughs> but uh, Jericho gets a chair shot on him pretty much. Uh, yeah, Jericho gets a chair shot. And like, we pretty much kind of came to the realization that Triple H versus Mr. McMahon is a way better... Um, Way better, like, authority feud than Ric Flair versus Stone Cold. And I think it's because yeah. at least at least one of them's a heel who you can boo. Well, Where I mean, it's like Austin Ric Flair versus... turned heel. Yeah, but, but mostly it's just been, like, Austin just being difficult to work with. It's just Austin being hard to please, difficult to work with, and honestly, just kind of a, kind of a loser. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and it makes it harder to, like, really feel like there's a feud going on between him and Flair. Yeah. By contrast, Vince McMahon is just making things difficult for others. For no discernible reason. And also, he's having sex with a 21-year-old. 20, a 20-year-old, <laughs> yes. So you root for Triple H because it's like you just want him to just beat up Vince. Beat up his father-in-law. Just screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this show ends. Yeah, who won? Who won? Who had the better show? Well, I mean, who won the match? <laughs> oh, who won the... No, it was a no contest. Oh, okay. Was the better uh, show Raw? Well, hmm. No. It, it wasn't? No, so the, the matches were shorter, and the and the ones that went long were kind of boring, except for like RVD and Jeff Hardy versus Booker T and Eddie Guerrero. Okay, there was we'll also say SmackDown's like, the better show. I would say so. There was a lot of surprises on that show. Yeah, like I wouldn't say the matches were okay. The matches were a bit better. You had Randy Orton versus Lance Storm, and I feel like their main event tag match was a little better, even with the no contest. This week wasn't great, but it was. This week wasn't great. At least something. But it was happened. entertaining. <laughs> and Hogan like, not being able to ride a motorcycle was amazing. Yes. Yeah, so let's go to a better show. I would say was SmackDown. Uh, MVP. MVP. Yeah, we're just going right into awards, folks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, MVP. Um. I don't know. Kurt Angle put on a good performance in the he main was, event tag he match. He was funny, but I don't remember that much of him in the tag match. Yeah. But I feel like Booker T, RVD, Jeff Hardy, and Eddie Guerrero, they just had just a match. Yeah. Go off of. Well, I feel like. But yeah, he had two good segments before with like the one with Christian and the one where where his brother pretended to be him bald. Yeah, I was going to say either Kurt Angle or, strangely, uh, Brock Lesnar. Or Brock Lesnar. Because all yeah. he did was kill... All he did was his job, which was killing Sean Stasiak. You destroyed a planet, yeah. so... Honestly, yeah. I'll give it to Brock. Okay, Bork, you get, you get MVP. I, I don't know if that's your first one, but if it is, congrats. If that's your first one, then yeah. Good job. Uh, underrated, I feel like maybe going with either Tajiri or Rico? I'm going to go 
Tajiri. Yeah, it's Tajiri. Tajiri did great. Tajiri, he did great. You know, he he put on a he put on as good of a match as you could in this time frame. Uh the Y segment. I have one, but I don't. I want to hear if you have one. I was thinking the bikini contest. I was thinking, why did Al Snow talk to Hurricane about Spider Man? <laughs> I mean, that's that's <laughs> that is very confusing. That's really confusing. But I was all, but I suffered more under the bikini contest. All right, I'll go. I'll go with you. Bikini contest. Yeah. Bikini contest. Are we? Not are great. we just no horny the podcast? <laughs> we we don't like horny. The thing about horny is. Well, it has to be something you want to get into. Well, it can't be really forced on you. My opinion of sexual stuff is I think it's sexier when someone is being sexy without trying than it is to be sexy with someone who is like trying too hard. Cuz like what happened hard. with what happened with Stacy was when Vince was in the ring with her, he kept making her come out of the ring and then go back in and like and it just... it's implied that he wants to look at her butt. Yeah, and that's not as fun. And it's just like, I feel like a sexy character doesn't really need to be constantly flashing themselves and making sex jokes for me to find them attractive. Yeah. And also, it's just, I, I, it's partly because we're in the internet age. We don't, we don't need our wrestling show to provide us with, with things to jerk off over. <laughs> no horny. <laughs> like, we're, we're not a horny on main podcast, basically. Yeah, we're both freaks in our own particular ways. In our own ways, but we do that. We got we got other sources to to satisfy. Not not WWE. We're here I for wrestling. Got, I never got why certain shows have fan service when porn exists. It's yeah. just like, look, do you want to go with the tease? Like, you want to go with like the teasy? Oh, it's we're we're pushing the PG thirteen rating to its freaking breaking point. Or do you just want to go online and look at some like huge bazongas? <laughs> you know, like DeviantArt's only a click away. Yeah, like 2002, DeviantArt's still around, I think. I think they just started around yeah. that time. And the and, and uh, I mean, even if they weren't, trust me, there's plenty of other sites you could go to. Yeah, so we're not a no horny podcast. It's just you know, we're watching a wrestling show. <laughs> And oh, it was started in 2000. Cool. You know, when you're watching a wrestling show, you just want to see people wrestle, or at least do something that's you... entertaining. Yeah. And bikini contests are not entertaining. Sign of the night. Eh. <laughs> I don't I think like I remember slowly... a single sign. I think we might have to retire sign. the segment. We might have to retire sign of the week. Uh, there was like a juggalo sign of some kind. There were, there was a, the hatchet. They had a hatchet man sign. Yeah, I think I saw someone with like a hatchet man decal on their car this I like today. Yeah, park. I didn't recognize what that was thing. until like like did some research. Uh, for our two thousands alert. Two thousands alert. Have and yeah. Nicole Smith. And Nicole. And the new guy. The new guy coming to theaters. It was covered to feed. It was it was in theaters on May tenth. It sounded similar to another movie that we've talked about, but it wasn't it. It was not. It actually made back its budget. It was a thirteen million dollar budget. Box office of thirty one million. So you know, broke broke even a little bit more. Uh, ratings wise, it has a film score on Rotten Tomatoes of seven percent. I swear, actually, I think this is the right thing. 
Yeah, Dizzy no. Gillespie Harrison. That that I remember talking about that. <laughs> you sure? Are you sure you just didn't I'm talk about the new guy? I'm sure because he's randomly talking to David Hasselhoff. And it had a bunch of like random cameos like Vanilla Ice and Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, but I don't think yeah, but I don't think we talked about it on Rasselboy. And they got Slick the Shocker and Tony Hawk. I think you just remember this movie. No, I don't. I we reviewed this. Like people who are watching the show, I'm too high to frickin' remember, but I did talk about this specifically at some point. I don't know why I, there was I, such a big <clears throat> gap between when the last time they spoke of it and now, unless it was like, because it came out May 10th. So, this is some, I promise you that this is some Mandela effect shit that Ali's going through It is not some right Mandela now. effect. I might be high out of my frickin' mind, but I remember we talked about the new guy. The consensus reads, incoherent, silly, unoriginal, the new guy offers up the same old teen gross-out comedy cliches. Anyway, the theme song was "The New Guy" by Mystical. <laughs> uh, puppies versus pigeons actually went to a tie. It was a tie. Nine and nine. Nine and nine. Both were horny. Jerry Lawler front loaded us in like the early part too. I thought it was or Taz. Taz did. Taz, Taz front loaded us in yeah. SmackDown. Jerry King, Lawler was King a back loaded us. Yeah. But uh, that should wrap things up now. Hopefully, we will have a sober alley for the next episode. Yeah, I'm never doing this again. Don't eat cookies anymore. I look, man. I was told don't eat the cookies. I was told that was a perfectly fine cookie, and then I ate it, and they were like, "Heh, it was a cookie that gets you high." And I'm like, "Why would you do that? It's pizza." Hey, don't eat boys. the cookies. Don't eat the cookies. Honestly, you won't the cookies. I'm considering changing the name back because our viewers are, are down even more. <laughs> yeah. It feels like we had a consistent name. Yeah, Should so we get the dub in? We're putting the dub in. <laughs> but I'm keeping the space. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be Rassel Boys. Yeah. With the W. Because that's Which what I got to revise the logo. <laughs> yes, again. Eh, it's fine. I I got the font ready do, and everything. Do, do it and you're sober. <laughs> what if I just made the logo just like a like a MS Paint picture of me just taking a poop onto like a box or something? <laughs> <laughs> you do you do that one like that one? What was that our, like? Our logo is Hulk Hogan angrily shitting himself. King. Anyway, uh. <laughs> Yeah, so that'll do it. Uh, if you if you want to look us up, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on anywhere you can find a podcast. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter at Rasselboys. I'm not going to spell it. And we also have Rasselboyspod.wordpress.com, which is still that? has the W. Yes. We're putting the dub in. <laughs> We're getting the dub in. I'll I'll just pretend that never happened. Is pretty much We're, what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're retconning it all. That didn't and, uh, happen, and I'm going to delete the announcement. <laughs> no uh, one gets to this part anyway. <laughs> and uh, I think that should wrap it up. As we always say at the end of every Rassle Boys, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>